This audio is brought to you by MuslimCentral.com. The next set of biographies also is within some of the women around the Prophet Do we have any Asmas in here, by the way? Anyone named Asma? No? You all know an Asma though, right? Okay. Any of you have Asmas in your family? Yeah, you've got some Asmas. Are they tougher than usual? Yeah. <laughs> so it's really interesting, SubhanAllah. I'm gonna call this part the Asmas of Medina. Because there's something very interesting about everyone who's named Asma in the seerah of the Prophet is that they all had this very unique characteristic of being very tough. Uh, similar to Nusayba, Nasiba. So we said the Nusaybas all had a certain character to them. So Asma, let's kind of go through this a little bit. And first let's recall the most famous Asmas from Mecca and what ties them together. So who's the most famous Asma that you know? When you hear the name Asma, who do you think of? Asma bint Abi Bakr radiallahu ta'ala anhum. Asma bint Abi Bakr radiallahu anhuma. Asma bint Abi Bakr was thatu nitaqain, the one who tied her waist belt and who went on the hijrah and who served alongside the Prophet and Abu Bakr Siddiq radiallahu anhum. The one who stood firm in the face of Abu Jahl, the tyrant, and was actually slapped by Abu Jahl when she refused to give up the location of her father and the Prophet The one who stood in front of the most ruthless tyrant that they had seen even after Islam at the age of 100 years old. She stood in the face of Al-Hajjaj ibn Yusuf with absolutely no fear whatsoever and would, would be there by the side of her son Abdullah ibn Zubair radiallahu ta'ala anhuma. So Asma radiallahu anha bint Abi Bakr has an incredibly strong personality, right? And Aisha anha used to extol her virtues in that regard. She was known for just being an incredibly strong woman. Then you have Asma bint Umais. Asma bint Umais anha, the wife of Abu Bakr as-Siddiq was also an extremely strong woman. This was the woman that washed the body of Abu Bakr anhu when he passed away. This is the woman who argued with Umar bin Khattab عنه, about the fadl, about the virtue of the people who made the two hijras, who migrated to both Abyssinia and Medina, who argued the superiority of the people who made the hijra to both uh, Abyssinia and Al-Medina. And she is the one who insisted on going out. So I think this is going to be the consistent theme with all of them. She insisted on going out with the Prophet on Hajjat al-Wada' on the farewell Hajj. And she was nine months pregnant, and she gave birth at the Miqat uh, in Medina, at Dhul Hulayfa, where you go into Ihram. She gave birth to Muhammad ibn Abi Bakr, literally on the Hajj with the Prophet So she was not going to miss out the reward of the Hajj with the Prophet And that's one of the most uh, you know, prominent stories of the Miqat, because imagine giving birth at the Miqat. And by the way, she still made Hajj. Don't ask how, she still went out with the Prophet and made Hajjat al-Wada' and it wasn't a business class ticket or taking the train or anything like that. Incredible human being, right? So SubhanAllah, those are the Asma'as of Mecca, right? The Asma'as of Medina, uh, the mother or, or the woman who may be the mother of Mu'adh bin Jabal, who we talked about, is also Asma' bint Amr. Asma' bint Amr. And remember we said there were two women who went out on Laylatul Aqaba to give the pledge to the Prophet in Mecca. One of them was, for sure, Nusayba radiallahu anha. And the other one was this woman, Asma bint Amr 
radiallahu ta'ala anha. And you know what's amazing, subhanAllah, she too was fully pregnant and she gave birth on the night of Aqaba, meaning the same day that she gave the, the bay'ah to the Prophet وسلم, she gave birth to a son named Shibath. Shibath, radiallahu ta'ala anhu. So you have the Asma' of Mecca who refused to miss Hajjatul Wada', the Hajj with the Prophet and ended up giving birth at the Miqat. And you have the Asma' bint Amr from Medina who refused to miss Laylatul Aqaba and ended up giving birth on Laylatul Aqaba. And then there's another very surprising Asma', by the way. This one was actually pretty shocking to me as well. Her name is Asma' bint Makhraba. Asma' bint Makhraba. This is the mother of Abu Jahl. Abu Jahl's mom is also an Asma' and she's a Sahabiya radiallahu anha. You imagine that? Abu Jahl, his son goes on to become one of the most famous companions, Ikrama, and his own mom leaves him in Mecca and does hijrah to the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa So Asma' bint Makhraba radiallahu anha, the mother of Abu Jahl, became a Muslim and migrated to meet the Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam in Medina. She's, she's not even, you know, a lot of these elder uh, holdouts, right? They waited for the Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam to come back to Mecca, and then they embraced Islam later on, right? Some of the elders of Quraysh that, that fought till the very end, and then they embraced Islam. This woman, the mother of Abu Jahl, actually went out to the Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. And her son was the Pharaoh, was the Fir'aun of this Ummah. And she embraced Islam. So there's something about the Asma's, right? These are the, these are the Asma's of the Seerah. Now, the most famous of them from Medina is a woman by the name of Asma' bint Yazid ibn As-Sakan. Asma' bint Yazid, radiallahu anha. Her nickname, according to Ibn Hajar, was Khatibatun Nisa, the spokesperson of the women. <laughs> you already know where this is going. When the women wanted to say something to the Prophet or request something, they knew that the strongest woman amongst them to go and make that request was Asma bint Yazid ibn As-Sakan, Khatibatun Nisa. And uh, first of all, her father, Yazid ibn As-Sakan, so I mean, again, you see the spirit of the Ansar, Yazid ibn As-Sakan radiallahu anhu, was one of those people who did not flee from the Prophet in Uhud and who was uh, martyred defending the Prophet in the Battle of Uhud, and he was unrecognizable because of all of the, the wounds that he took trying to defend the Prophet. So when the people fled, Yazid ibn Sakan was a man who threw himself at the Prophet and defended the Prophet from every direction and was martyred. So this is his daughter, his daughter, Asma bint Yazid. Al-Ansari, and they used to say about her father, They used to recite the ayah when they would remember her father, that from those people that have sold themselves for the sake of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, seeking to please Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So Asma bint Yazid radiallahu anha, uh, she's the first, actually she's the first woman who was divorced in the time of the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. So the ayat of Idda, uh, the, the ayat, the verses of Idda came down in regards to her. So she's the first divorcee in the time of the Prophet She narrates tens of ahadith from the halaqas of the Prophet with the women. So the Prophet obviously had a halaqa once a week where he would sit with the women of Medina and of course the muhajirat as well. And the Prophet would give them specific halaqat and specific time. And so she narrates the hadith 
that hadith about how the Prophet greeted the women when they came as a party into the masjid and the Prophet uh, signaled towards them. He greeted us in that way, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Many of the ahadith where the Prophet answered questions about uh, things that were specific to the women are narrated from Asma radiallahu anha, giving us a, sort of a window into the halakha with the Prophet Some of the warnings, the admonishings of the Prophet regarding uh, backbiting and extravagance, uh, she narrates those ahadith from the Prophet halakha with the women. Uh, the ayat, some of the tafsir of the ayat of the Prophet uh, actually come through this narration, this route of narration, primarily in Abu Dawood from Asma bint Yazid, where she's talking about some of the things that the Prophet ﷺ told the women, explaining some of the verses of the Quran. The famous verse about forgiveness, uh, the tafsir of that verse comes from this halaqa, this gathering of the Prophet ﷺ, uh, with the women. Uh, she also narrates one time, the Prophet said, and this is just one of the narrations, but I, but I love this narration, that Rasulullah asked us, Ala Shall I not tell you who the best of you are? Who the best of you are? So we said, Bala ya Rasulullah, we said, Yes, O Messenger of Allah, Qal alladheena idha ru'u Allah. Those people who when you see them, they remind you of Allah. The best people are the people that when you see them, you instantly remember Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Then he said, Shall I not tell you who the worst of you are? They said, yes. He said, He said, The worst of you are those who They're always slandering people. And they're always mufsiduna bayna lahibba. They're always causing problems between people who love each other. So they're causing issues in the community. And then he said, sallallahu alayhi those who, who seek to ruin the lives of the innocent, meaning they lead the innocent into destruction. They ruin the lives of the innocent by gossip and by slandering or by, by causing issues within. Uh, the community. So she narrates many of those ahadith from within the halaqat of the Prophet in Al Madina. She also, just to give you an idea of her, she used to go and she used to prepare food and she'd stand outside the masjid of the Prophet and after Isha, she would serve the Prophet what she cooked. Uh, so there was one time that she was waiting outside the masjid of the Prophet and she had some bread and some raisins. And she invited Rasulullah into the home to come and to eat. And the Prophet brought some of the Ansar. And she's one of those that witnessed the miracle where the Prophet told the Ansar to eat from the small dish. And it was 40 of the companions of the Prophet. And she mentioned that, you know, after they drank from my water skin and after they ate from my, uh, from my plate, that our sustenance, our risk, never stopped increasing after that day. Meaning we, we, we had the benefit of the Prophet visiting our home that day until the end of times. Now, her most famous incident and why she's actually called Khatibatun Nisa, uh, the, the spokesperson of the women, uh, is this narration from Al-Bayhaqi. It's an, it's, it's a, it's an incredible narration. Uh, she came to the Prophet while he was sitting with the companions. She 
May my mother and my father be sacrificed for you, O Messenger of Allah. I am the ambassador of the women to you. And she says, Ama innahu ma min imra'atin ka'inatin fi sharqin wala gharbin sami'at bi makhraji hadha aw lam tasma' illa wa hiya ala mithli ra'i. And what I'm about to say to you, O Messenger of Allah, there is not a single woman in the East or the West who knows of my coming to you or who doesn't know but is, is a follower of yours except that they have what I'm about to say to you, the concern that I am about to uh, share with you, O Messenger of Allah, or the opinion that I'm about to share with you, O Messenger of Allah, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. She said, إِنَّ اللَّهَ بَعَثَكَ بِالْحَقِّ إِلَى الرِّجَالِ وَالنِّسَاءِ Allah sent you with the truth to both the men and to the women. فَآمَنَّا بِكَ وَبِإِلَٰهِكَ الَّذِي أَرْسَلَكَ We believed in you and we believed in the, in, in the God who sent you to us. وَإِنَّا مَعْشَرَ النِّسَاءِ مَحْصُورَاتٌ مَقْصُورَاتٌ قَوَاعِدُ بُيُوتِكُمْ وَمَقْضَى شَهَوَاتِكُمْ وَحَامِلَاتُ أَوْلَادِكُمْ That we, the women of Medina, we are the pillars of our homes, we are the, uh, we, we, we take care of the needs of our households, we care for our husbands, and we fulfill the needs of the house, and we also bear your children. So she's speaking on behalf of the moms too, right? And she says, وَإِنَّكُمْ مَعَاشِرَ الرِّجَالِ فُضِّلْتُمْ عَلَيْنَا بِالْجُمُعَةِ وَالْجَمَعَاتِ وَعِيَادَةِ الْمَرِيدِ وَشُهُودُ الْجَنَائِزِ وَالْحَجِّ بَعْدِ الْحَجِّ that the men amongst you have been given this, this, uh, this, this preference. They've been given this ability to go from Jum'ah to Jum'ah. And they get to pray in the Jama'ah alongside you all the salawat. And they get to go and they get to visit the sick amongst you. And they get to go to the Jana'ahs amongst you. And they get to go from Hajj to Hajj. Meaning they're getting all of these rewards. So we hear all of these ahadith about the reward of this and the reward of that. And the men are taking all of the reward. Remember the poor Ansar complaining about the rich ones? Like this was the way of the Ansar. We're losing out on the ajr. And she says, and وَأَفْضَلُ مِنْ ذَلِكَ الْجِهَادُ فِي سَبِيلِ اللَّهِ And more than any of that, they get to go out and battle with you. They get, they get to go out and they get to be by your side in the battlefield, Ya Rasulullah. وَإِنَّ الرَّجُلَ مِنْكُمْ إِذَا أُخْرِجَ حَاجًا أَوْ مُعْتَمِرًا وَمُرَابِطًا حَفِظْنَا لَكُمْ أَمْوَالَكُمْ وَغَزَلْنَا لَكُمْ أَثْوَابًا وَرَبَّيْنَا لَكُمْ أَوْلَادَكُمْ it's, it's, She's literally saying, when, and then when the men go out with you, Ya Rasulullah, and they do all of this stuff, we're the ones that are guarding the homes, guarding the wealth, taking care of, you know, basically the laundry. We're the ones that are raising the children. Meaning we're being left with all of this, and we're hearing all these ahadith about these amazing things alongside you, Ya Rasulullah. So, uh, she says, فَمَا نُشَارِكُكُمْ فِي الْأَجْرِ يَا رَسُولُ اللَّهِ My complaint to you, do we get a share of all this ajr? Don't we get to share in this ajr with, 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 essentially with the men, right? And she says this in the Prophet ﷺ sitting with the companions, right? خَطِيبَةُ nisa. So the Prophet وسلم, and I'm, I'm reading the narration as it's written in Shu'ab al-Iman. So I'm, not, I'm, I'm literally, it, it gives you the, a little bit of the environment of this as well. Uh, he turned sallallahu alayhi wa sallam فَالْتَفَتَ النَّبِيُّ صَلَى اللَّهُ عَلَيْهِ وَسَلَّمْ إِلَىٰ أَصْحَابِهِ بِوَجْهِهِ كُلِّهِ He turned sallallahu alayhi wa with his face towards his companions all together. He looked at his companions and they were upset. <laughs> they were not happy with the speech of Asma' bint Yazid radiallahu ta'ala anha. 
So he said, هَلْ سَمِعْتُمْ مَقَالَ إِمْرَأَةٍ قَتْ أَحْسَنَ مِنْ مَسْأَلَتِهَا فِي أَمْرِ دِينِهَا مِنْ هَذِهِ Have you ever heard a woman give a more beautiful speech than what this woman just gave, like asked something more powerful than what this woman just asked? Uh, and they said, يَا رَسُولُ اللَّهِ مَا ظَنَنَّا أَنَّ مْرَأَةً تَهْتَدِي إِلَى مِثْلِ هَذَا O Messenger of Allah, we don't know that a woman would be guided to speak the way that she just spoke. Like, we're not very fond of the things that she just said. This is a little bit too aggressive uh, in what she just said uh, to you. فَالْتَفَتَ النَّبِيُّ صَلَى اللَّهُ عَلَيْهُ وَسَلَمَ إِلَيْهَا So the Prophet ﷺ turned back to Asma' ثُمَّ قَالَ لَهَا إِنْ صَرِفِي أَيَّتُهَا الْمَرْأَةِ Go, O oh, 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 uh, a woman of the Ansar, وَأَعْلِمِي مَنْ خَلْفَكِ مِنَ النِّسَاءِ so he said, go back to the women and let them know that when they do all of these things that you mentioned and they show that goodness towards their, their husbands and they follow them in that which is good, that they will have all of that, the entire reward as well. قَالَ فَأَدْبَرَتِ الْمَرْأَةُ وَهِيَ تُهَلِّلُ وَتُكَبِّرُ سْكِبْشَارًا So Asma turned around and she started saying, Allahu Akbar, La ilaha illallah, Allahu Akbar, La ilaha illallah, pleased with what she had just heard. Now the basis of this is that obviously these people had different circumstances, right? They all had different circumstances, but the idea of al-musharaka fil ajr that they wanted to have the share of the reward, that the Ansar of the Prophet ﷺ, men and women, rich and poor, all had that spirit of sacrifice of wanting to approach the Prophet ﷺ and have a share uh, in the reward. And the Prophet ﷺ honored that. And Rasulullah ﷺ said that the women have the reward of the men when they provide because the one who enables good is like the one who does it. So they have their own share of participating in the reward and then also what she was talking about, enabling some of the Sahaba to also conduct some of their uh, affairs and be with the Prophet ﷺ, that they too have the reward. And she walked away pleased saying, Allahu Akbar and La ilaha illallah. Now this woman, Asma radiallahu ta'ala anha, Khatibatun Nisa, the orator, the spokesperson for the, the women of the Ansar. Uh, she also, I mean, and this kind of shows you the, the subhanAllah, the strength and the, uh, the courage of these people. Uh, she was there in the battle of Yarmouk. Uh, Yarmouk was a difficult battle against the Byzantines. And she was serving water to the, uh, to, to the wounded and she was caring for some of the wounded. And in the midst of the battle, she picked up a tent pole when the Byzantines charged and she herself, she herself took out nine Byzantine soldiers. So similar to Nusayba in that sense of just really being able to, uh, to step in in the moment and to be someone that was praised by the Prophet and the companions in that way. And may Allah be pleased with her and all of the Asma's. Allahumma ameen. So if you have, if you know an Asma, send them this, uh, this lecture, inshallah. <laughs> and if you have an Asma as a daughter or sister or a mother, say this is, this is the strength, this is where it comes from. And obviously that strength was in not wanting to be left out of the ajr. Really what it, what it comes down to is that none of these women ever wanted to be left out of the ajr, of the reward from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala.